Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It's called With Wit. (laughs) I'm your host, Tim Rosenman, filling in for Whitney Port today, and I have a special guest. It's Whitney Port. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I love hosting, and you're always one of my favorite guests. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Inception Um, for podcasts. I love when you host, and you're my favorite guest also. Great. Um, Works out perfectly for us and your audience. Now, my audience. Hi, audience. I'm going to be hosting this podcast, and we're going to be taking you through what has been a wonderful journey that Whit and I have been on for now almost two weeks. We're going to tell you all about our trip, and we're going to flash back to a fun story I like to call Carrie, colon, my long-lost brother. (laughs) Let's start at the beginning two weeks ago mm-hmm. in a land called Los California. <laughs> I mean, Los Angeles. We got double vaxxed. Yes. Yes. High five. High and Tip, look at the elbow if you want to have the If you want to have a good high five. high five, check out your high-fiving partner's elbow. That, these are all just perfect high mm-hmm. fives. You want to go from a different angle, you can. Whatever you need. So, to accomplish. You just focus on the other person's elbow instead of the hand. And then in some way, just falls into place. your brain like figures out the trajectory of the hand and just, angle of attack. If, in case you were interested in how to. Um, they are. They are. They're interested in it Execute. All. The I'm going to put my feet five. up on your armrest. Yeah, please do. Another fun fact. The high five was invented by a Dodger. In like 1975 in the playoffs, he like made a big catch in right field and was so excited, like running in at the end of the inning that like him and the center fielder, I don't know who they were, they like spontaneously high fived and like the high five was invented. The high five was only invented in 1975. I know. That's a really fun nugget of wisdom to have at a party. I have a lot of good nuggets of wisdom. Just like invite me to your parties because I'm going to fucking wisdom nugget the shit out of you. I invited you to the party of my life. Yeah. 
And it's sick. I'm, yeah. We're partying right now. I'm at the best party ever. And we just actually had, we're, we're at the tail end of a great trip. So we got, we got on a plane to go see my parents. And the plan was to hang with them for a couple of days in Florida. And then in the summer, they go up to Vermont and they drive um, because they're crazy. And we were going to meet up with my long lost brother, Carrie, at his house on Lake Oconee in Georgia. Uh, but first, we went to Miami. I know it's confusing, but just get a map out, get some tacks, <laughs> some red string, and just follow along with us, okay? <laughs> first, we went to Miami. Are you a Miami girl, would you say? What are, what are your feelings on Miami? I do like Miami. I originally was like, I mean, every city I try to think about, like, if we're actually going to move there for some reason— I mean, also because that's something that we've been toying with a lot. And I thought that Miami would be the place. But then after we visited Miami, I was like, no, this place. is not going to be the place. I, I love it. I think it's great for vacation. I think Sunny had a great time. I loved like the beach and the party energy. But like with Sunny, it's not necessarily probably the most ideal place to go. Right. But I was happy that we were there for the two nights that we were there. We had a great time. We saw our friends Josh and Caitlin and their cute baby named Buddy, which is also a very cute baby name. We went to Joe's Stone Crab, uh, had a great meal. And then we hit the road for... Palm Beach. Palm Beach. We had a great three days there with my parents, Doug and Christopher. And then they hit the road. It's like an eight-hour drive to Georgia. I mean, I guess we could have all gone on the same day. But we decided to also check out Charleston. So we flew from Miami to Charleston and spent two nights there looking at all the cute-ass shit. Yes. What did... Charleston was awesome. It was really cute. It really exceeded my expectations. In terms of charm. In terms of charm, the color, the history, the food, the friendliness, the weather. It it just like hit so many... It was very you. Yes. There is a competition aspect to LA where you are from and we live that you don't really buy into. And... In, in in any other city, no matter where it is, you're just like kind of more you and less like Whitney Port and maybe you don't always want to be Whitney Port or whatever mm-hmm. that means, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's true. I think that I like, I like meeting new people and I like having conversations with people that aren't from the same background as me. There's a bit of you having a conversation with someone in LA and they're kind of like looking over your shoulder Mm -hmm. to see who's more important in the room. And like what you're wearing, you notice their eyes go to your neck and then they're looking at your shoes and it's like, what do you do? And blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, ugh. I'm sure that judgment exists in every other city. Mm -hmm. But when you're new to a city and you don't know anyone, maybe there's less, you you feel less of that. I think so. We're in Charleston, and then we were going to go to Georgia to meet up with the rest of my family, and we decided to stop in Savannah. Quick, quick note about Savannah. Didn't see all of it, so can't, I don't... Can't give a full assess. But was not as impressed by the charm as I was with Charleston. We met someone in Savannah, and we told them we had just come from Charleston. They were like, yeah, Savannah and Charleston are kind of like rivals, like in terms of which city could be more cute and charming. And we gave the win to Charleston. Yeah. But go check it out yourself. Make your own judgments. Totally. You know? I don't want everyone from Savannah to be like knocking on our door being like, we're charming. 
Because, <laughs> I mean, Savannah, you're definitely charming. You're charming. You're Savannah. definitely charming. Your mossy oak trees are charming. Your architecture is charming. Your courtyards are charming. We had a delicious had, yes, brunch. The food was good charming. at the one restaurant that we went to. Sonny got a pair of socks that were too big on him at that gray marketplace. But they were charming. Super charming. But we didn't get to see like the rural area. We just saw the urban area. And I feel like the rural area, if I'm saying it correctly, mm -hmm. is the area that maybe is more that's, charming. That's where they keep their charm. Because in 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 Charleston, their charm is on full display in, in the middle of the city. Exactly. Well, anyway, then we then we we drove the three hours through Georgia to uh, Lake Oconee to a little golf community called Cuscawilla, where my long-lost brother and his family live. And we'll get into that story after these messages. And now a word from our brand partner. This podcast is brought to you by Athleta, a performance lifestyle brand for women committed to unlocking their limitless potential. The guiding principles that drive every design, beauty, innovation, sustainability. Each style is crafted for the unique needs of female bodies in motion. This summer, Athleta is your go-to shorts destination. Distraction-free and ultra-lightweight, their shorts are designed so nothing can get in the way of you and your goals. From bike shorts to Bermudas, run shorts to everyday staples, they have your shorts. I recently wore their Salutation Stash Pocket 7-inch short, which I freaking loved. I wore it in Miami. They were so comfortable. They fit at the perfect spot at your waist. They had a little pocket so that you could put your little earbuds or your phone or whatever. It was just the easiest thing for me to hop on six in the morning, boys still sleeping, throw it on with their perfect tea. And it was just like easy, comfortable, chic, athletic, casual. In honor of short season, Athleta is encouraging us to lead with our legs, whatever that looks like for you. Whether it's running a new PR, climbing to new heights, or standing up for what you believe in, let your legs lead you forward. I really, really highly recommend you check out Athleta. Summer is the time to celebrate the legs that move us forward. Find your new favorite pair of shorts at Athleta and let your legs lead the way. Visit Athleta in stores or online at athleta.com. A-T-H-L-E-T-A dot com to shop their full range of shorts available in sizes extra, extra small to 3X. And now a word from one of our sponsors. There are so many women in my life that I want to celebrate. And one of the ways that I feel like I can do this best is by toasting to them, taking them for a drink, having them over to my house for a glass of wine. I want to tell you about a wine brand that I've been working with for a couple of years now. They have an amazing mission and amazing wine. Chloe Wine Collection is raising a glass to hardworking women everywhere. And there are so many of us. Chloe Wine Collection is a female-led wine brand dedicated to celebrating women's stories and inspiring meaningful moments. Curated from the world's renowned wine growing regions and wrapped in an iconic cute little bow, Chloe wines are both elegant and sophisticated. Chloe wines are actually crafted for wine enthusiasts who appreciate all things extraordinary and timeless. They have 10 amazing elegant varieties from refreshing Pinot Grigio to velvety Pinot Noir, my favorite, 
and the celebratory Prosecco Rosé. There's something for every occasion. Perfect for entertaining at home, treating yourself to a moment of self-care in the bath, or sending a thoughtful gift to someone you love and miss. From friends and mentors to sisters, teachers and beyond, Chloe Wine Collection makes it easy to celebrate the women who inspire us. You can get a complimentary custom label service so you can elevate any bottle of wine into a personalized gift. First, wine is the best gift. Second, personalized wine is an even better gift. So go online to chloewinecollection.com to choose your wine, craft your message, and get your custom labels shipped to you for free. Visit chloewinecollection.com to order your own Chloe wine or learn more about the brand's commitment to celebrating women's stories. And now back to our show. So Winnie and I are in Vegas. We're the few friends. We're having like a Vegas weekend. I remember one of my friends who will remain nameless, Adrian, was having like a full <laughs> meltdown in the bathtub. And it was like a really like, ugh, just I want to leave Vegas immediately. And we were headed to New York to see my, my family. And they knew that. And we're in the airport. And my mom texts me. And she's like, hey, like, when do you get in? And I was like, oh, like two o'clock. And she was like, well, like, like, are you like can you talk and I was like oh my god like what I like thought like my dad was sick or something bad was going on and then she's like yeah when you get here like can we meet up and have a talk and I was like oh my god like dad is dying and then she called me and I was like oh my god dad is definitely dead <gasps> and I was like what is going on and she was like ah, I just like, have something to tell you I was like what what like tell me is all this build up I just thought worst case scenario running through my head she was like you have a brother and I was like like not Alexis, like the brother I grew up with. And she was like, no, his name is Carrie and he lives in Georgia and he's 50 years old. And I was like, okay. And I, I could tell in her voice that she was nervous to mm -hmm. tell me because mm -hmm. she thought I might take it badly or judge her or something like that. And two things. I was so relieved that like nobody was sick or hurt or anything um, uh, that this like the news didn't bother me. And too, I could tell that she was nervous and I didn't want her to feel nervous or judged by me or afraid of me or whatever. I thought it was cool. I was like, oh my God, like there's someone else out there who, you know, might look like me or whatever. But I wanted to know what the story was. Right. So I think we flew to New York and I met up with my mom and she told me that when she was 19 and in college in the South, she had a boyfriend and she got pregnant and the, the boyfriend, you know, dumped her. And the way she put it, like when you're 19 in the South in the 60s or whatever, you don't get an abortion. You don't get an abortion. Mm -hmm. So her parents, her mom put her up in like an apartment for the nine months she was pregnant. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. She like left school. She like just was pregnant and she had the baby and, and put him up for adoption and kind of like went about the rest of her life, finished school, moved to New York, met my dad, started her family and, and all that stuff. And she had never told told me about it. She had mm -hmm. told my dad. My dad knew. Mm -hmm. And I asked, well, did, did like did Hillary know my sister? And she was like, yeah, Hillary knew. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, when did Hillary find out? She was like, I don't know. One day we were walking on the beach, Hillary and I, and like I just decided to tell her. And Hillary kept a secret, never told me or my brother Alexis. And I guess that it didn't really bother me. None, none no, of this bothered me. No, like, no. My mom wasn't out. It, this wasn't about me. She, no. And she, it wasn't like she was keeping a secret from you for any like malicious reason. No, yeah. not at all. It just 
this is obviously like a personal sensitive thing in whatever way she wanted to deal with it was fine by me. I just wanted her to be happy and feel accepted by me and safe in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So uh, around the time uh, she's telling me this this story, this is about seven years ago, she had, she had started searching on the internet for Carrie. Didn't she tell you because she had found him on the internet? She had, she had been connected to Carrie's wife, Pam. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Carrie had not met yet, but the wheels were in motion. And my mother, who like when Ancestry.com came out in 23andMe came out, like I'm sure like all your mothers out there was like so into it. Mm-hmm. And I bet like the possibility of tracking someone down had become more real and she could kind of do it like, you know, from her bedroom on her phone mm-hmm. that, you know, she started to do it. And, mm-hmm. and, and similarly, Carrie was trying to do it as well. They were both looking for one another through various channels on the internet. I left New York and we went back to LA and that was, I didn't really get an update for a couple months until uh, one Easter morning, uh, Winnie and I woke up. We were living in Venice at the time. Sunny wasn't born. I get a call from my mom and she says, Carrie, your brother is in LA. He's visiting his daughter, Christy, who lives in Santa Monica, 4th Street. Mm-hmm. And we at the time lived in Venice on Hampton. And for those of you Los Angelinos know that Hampton turns in to 4th Street. They're uh-huh. like a mile apart. Uh-huh. Winnie never lets me say it's the same street because technically they have two different names, but it's the same street. The street goes all the way across. Yeah, it just turns right, right, into 4th. Right, 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 right. so what are the chances? It's crazy. This is my niece, niece my adult niece, yeah. who had actually, I don't think she had any kids at the time, Mm-mm. but she lived on my block. It was crazy. And, and, and they were and they were there. And she works in TV just like I do. Yeah, for the Dr. Phil show. Yeah. She's responsible, side note, because I just think it's interesting. Lay it she, on them. She finds all the guests for all the Dr. Phil topics and then has to like get all the stories and like like what'd she say? Get to the nugget. That's like, what she would tell. Yes. When she's doing the pre-interviews with the guests, she would tell yeah. them to get to the nugget. Yeah. Sometimes people have a tendency to ramble. So my mom was like, they're all there. Like, will you meet them? Because nobody had met yet. Yeah. And full disclosure, I had just smoked a fat one <laughs> and was like high off my ass. And I was like, oh. You had no notice to meet your long lost brother. Was, and your mom hadn't even met him. I know. And I was and I was like, this is you this is not something you can say no to. This is you have to say yes. And so I was just like, bring it on, dude. <laughs> um and so Ten minutes later, we get a knock on our door, and it's Carrie, my brother, his wife Pam, their daughter Christy, her boyfriend at the time, now husband Pete, and that was it, right? Yeah, I don't think Zach. Zach was there. wasn't there. Their yeah. son Zach wasn't there. But there they are at my doorstep, and I open the door, and Carrie's there, and he looks exactly like my mom, and yeah. he looks exactly like my brother, and he he just like looks like my family. He does, and. All I knew was that he was from the South and that mm-hmm. I think that he was a general contractor. And mm-hmm. I, I had no preconceived notions of what that would mean. And I just hoped that, you know, we lived up to his expectations and I didn't, you know, blow it for my mom or whatever, make a bad impression. And I knew Whitney would knock it out of the park. And I actually felt pretty confident meeting him. And as soon as I looked in his eyes, like I felt connected to him and totally. his family. And mm-hmm. and they luckily happened to be 
fantastic people. Seriously. And they came in on that Easter morning and, and we hung out and we sh- we sort of just made small talk for an hour and talked mm-hmm. about my mom and my life and Whitney's life and, and their life. Um, it wasn't too in-depth because we had to get to like our Easter celebration at your mom's house. Mm-hmm. But And we had just met each other. So like, I don't think we were really asking the hard-hitting questions at that point. It was just more like pleasant Small trees. talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we said our goodbyes. And a couple weeks later, my mom and Carrie met for the first time. They also hit it off. And, and my dad was there. And sort of after that, we just kind of decided like, hey, we're each other's family and that's how we're going to act. And we call each other brother. And like my mom celebrated her 75th birthday a few years ago and we all went to Montana together and, and they get together when they can. And and we text each other on holidays, just like you would anyone else. And so this last weekend we were all uh, at their lake house in Georgia and we were with Carrie and, and his wife, Pam, and their son, Zach, and their daughter, Christy, and her husband, Pete, and their three little girls, and Sonny, and my mom and dad. And we had a fantastic We had a great time. Trip. We had a great time. And now a word from our sponsor. Sometimes it rains on your birthday. Sometimes the line for coffee wraps around the building. Sometimes gas goes up 10 cents. Sometimes life stinks. Sometimes I stink. The good news I don't have to because Native has my back. I've been traveling using only Native. I have the little travel size cucumber and mint right now that's so good. I seriously have been so hot, stinky, sweaty in the Southern heat, and this has really saved me, seriously. Native cares about the products you put on your body, and they're about stopping the stink right away. And that's the Native difference. You probably already know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but I don't know if you knew that they make body wash toothpaste, or brand new mineral-based sunscreen. So Native now has a broad spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and body. It's so great. Honestly, first of all, it's hard to find something for your face and body and it's super lightweight. It absorbs quickly and you can choose unscented or coconut and pineapple. Native is on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by really putting the care in self-care with products that are carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients and actually smell great. You can get their deodorant and body wash in the most amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. You can also even build your own personalized product bundles. So mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash withwit or use promo code withwit at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash withwit or use promo code withwit at checkout for 20% off your first order. And now a word from our brand partner. If there's ever been a year to make the dads in your life feel loved and appreciated on Father's Day, it's this one. A week ago, we went to visit my father-in-law, Doug, in Florida, and I had like a mini meltdown. And I was like, you know who I really want to talk to right now? My father-in-law, Doug. He's the closest thing to a father to me right now. And that's why I am going to honor him with StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your dad 
your grandfather, father-in-law, and every father figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person. StoryWorth emails your dad a different story prompt, questions you've never thought to ask, like what's your favorite story about your father and What things are you proudest of in life? Questions that you want to know that you want to remember forever and have a place to put them so you don't forget them. StoryWorth has helped numerous families learn about each other in profound, special ways, and their testimonials will practically move you to tears. My father-in-law actually was a dentist in a prison, and he told us some crazy stories about his experiences there, and we would have never known if we didn't have StoryWorth. Worth. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your dad's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. It's such a beautiful gift. It's as personalized as you can get, and you know your father or father figure, whoever it is, wants to share these stories. Give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash withwit. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash with wit for $10 off. And now back to our chat. We love Lake Life and the Bryants are the best hosts and hostesses. They made us, I know for me, I always have a hard time staying in people's houses. Like I always feel like I'm kind of putting people out and Pam just never really made me feel like that. For for Carrie and my mom, I think it's, you know, they were able to answer a question they've been asking themselves for for 50 years. Do you think your mom had thought about this like every, every day? day? I'm sure she thought about it every day and, and, and where he was and how, he, and how he was doing and if she had made the right decision. And I'm sure Carrie was thinking about, you know, where he came from and, and, and what sort of personality traits like were passed down to him from his mom and, and things like that that he never knew. I think what's cool is that it's kind of like a nature versus nurture thing. And it's cool to see how each of you were raised differently, but you're still the same family and that there are certain things that are, that I feel like you guys are so similar. You said on the golf course, Carrie, you saw like a little bit of like intensity. Yeah. And a little bit of like reactivity. Is that a word? That's fair. And I think that Timmy is, like has a little bit of that in him and definitely his mom does too. And so I just, it was, it's just cool to see how some things, I don't know, you feel like are really nature and some things are really nurture. It's just interesting that we both sort of just bought in fully. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we could have met and been cordial and then kind of gone our separate ways, but like we both just kind of bought in and I think going to see them was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And it just made me think about family and like, you know, we were we were finishing up our trip and we were supposed to go home and we called with sister Jade, who's who's about to she's 37 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Wit looked at me and said, hey, like, like, should we go and visit them? And, and we were like, yeah, like it, it, we should, because nothing is more important than than your family. So um, true. Even if even if you have never met them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now we're in Chicago. We decided last minute to extend our trip and come to Chicago. And I'm so happy we did. I am too. I am too. I feel like my heart is really full right now with all this family stuff. And I feel like 
for your mom and for Carrie, there's just probably a sense of closure that they have and like a sense of belonging that they have. Like, I don't really feel like I would, I would feel whole as a mom or as a son if I hadn't met where I came from or vice versa. And I just, I feel so happy for them that they connected and that they, I don't know, have a sense of home. Yeah. Yeah. Close that circle. Yeah. Do you think that Carrie cried when I left? No. He had a, I, think, I thought he was tearing. Oh, really? I wasn't looking. Oh, uh, I thought that was a joke that you were asking me. I no, didn't, for I didn't, real. Oh, I didn't see. Oh, my God. That would be so sweet. I think he did. I think he really loves you. I mean, I know he really loves you. Like, I think Carrie looks at you as like his funny, cute, like little brother. Right. Carrie did something kind of badass. I think he he was playing a game and he like scored something or whatever. And Timmy looks at me and he's like, how cool is my older brother? <laughs> and I think for you, it's awesome too to know that there's like another version of you out there that like shares your DNA totally. and another person to call if you need anything or someone to talk to, especially them because they are such grounded people and they're such good people. Like we actually, I feel like got so lucky. I was telling someone at the pool, the story and they said, you know, you hear these stories, but you don't always hear that they go well, you know, right. A lot of parents don't are are so ashamed of what they've done that they don't want to meet or that they have weird. But a kid has resentment. Yeah. And, and I just feel like everything went so smoothly because they were both so open to meeting each other. Yeah. It, it has been a really cool thing to happen in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for my mom. Yeah. And I'm happy for, for, for Carrie and his family too. Mm-hmm. Because now your mom gets got to see like what he grew up to be and has like another son to be so proud of. Right. Because like he, he's, he's a great guy. Such a great guy. Yeah. Anybody I said like, yeah, we're, Bryant family, Bryant family. They're like, CB. 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 He's like the most popular Gotta love him. <laughs> guy in town. Like you. Yeah. So that is the story. And it ends here in Chicago. But I think that, you know, the, the common thread is just, you know, how good it feels to be able to kind of get back out there and travel yeah. and see your loved ones in person. And sort of feel the warmth of your family, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. I also think it's been, I think it's, it's been really good for me to like lose the fear of like traveling with toddlers or kids or whatever. Like, I think we've done a pretty great job, job of handling it all. And, and props to Sunny. And I was going to say, and Sunny has really hung in there. Do people say props too? Yeah, I think so. No, I know it's the right phrasing, but is it still... I, I felt, like it, but very naughty by nature. <laughs> I mean, I'm the nerdiest person of all time, so I'm probably not the person to ask. Don't tell me about yourself. Like <laughs> I know you. you I'm nerd. telling you, you. Telling you, you, you with wetters, you, you guys in your car, and now we're in Chicago. Yes, and we're with Jade and Brett, who I always pause before I say their name because I always <laughs> want to say like braid. It's great. And when we get back, like, I can't wait to see our family at home, you know? I know. I know. I know. Because we also haven't really. Yeah. Hug your family. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of that on Instagram. It makes me feel good. Like people this holiday break have been. Yeah. It just like makes me feel really happy to see people. We also went to Atlanta real quick to see Ben Momo and his new baby. It's a lot. This is 
we went to let's just count the places mm-hmm. okay miami, miami palm, palm beach, beach charleston, charleston savannah, savannah lake oconee atlanta, atlanta chicago. chicago all right peace out have a good week should we get sunny in here no you gotta go okay. yeah all love right you. bye love you too Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.